Hey everyone, it's Pastor Mike Adkins, and I want to welcome you to Next Steps, where the teaching pastors of Grace Church help you focus on taking a next step in your spiritual life. If you're not listening there already, I invite you to take a moment to download the free Grace app. It's the best place to hear and share messages and to get connected with what's going on here in the life of our church. Just search Grace Church Orlando in your app store or head to discovergrace.com forward slash app to find it. Pastor Clint Harrison and Pastor Grant Nixon and I hope that these podcast conversations will help you take your next step toward Christ. Hey everyone, welcome back to Next Steps, the podcast that helps you take your next step toward Christ. Well, we're in week two of our New Year series called High Velocity Disciplines. We hope this has been helpful for you. Today, we're going to be looking at the discipline of gratitude, and I'm joined here with Pastor Clint Harrison. How's it going? And Grant Nixon. Hey everybody, and I want to start by saying I'm grateful for both of you. (laughs) Gratitude. Gratitude. Clint goes, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) It's not a trick, man. It's straight up <laughs> grace. Yeah, straight up grace. Real gratitude. <laughs> that's right. That's Real true. gratitude. Well, we are grateful to be here today. And we are talking about a subject that actually is super helpful. It's been really impacting in my own life years ago. Um, I wasn't a super grateful person. And I felt like the Lord convicted me and said, I want to build inside of your life mm-hmm. the discipline of gratitude. That's good. And so that requires big things, being grateful for big things and grateful for little things. And I'll have to tell you that it actually does change the way you think. That's right. You know, for a, a long time, I I think I have a misunderstanding about gratitude because I thought it I thought it was a feeling. Like I thought it was just hmm. you felt. You, you ever had those moments, you know, where you're sitting there and for whatever reason, all of the world is right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like yeah. maybe you're on the beach, like you're in your favorite place, or, Mountains, or yeah, yeah or, or your kids are just like not hitting each other for like two seconds, <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're like, oh, they're one. Usually when they're asleep, that's when you feel that. And you're like, oh, I just, I just love them so much or whatever. I've always thought like that's gratitude. Like I have to feel gratitude. But that's it's actually a discipline is, is how it's how we see it in the scriptures. Like yeah. we're, we're told to do that. I mean, First Thessalonians tells us to be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, in for all this things. is God's will for you in Christ that's Jesus. Right. How many times as pastors do you have people come up to you and go, I want to know what God's will is for my life. <laughs> That's right. Seriously. No, you're absolutely right. And then you can say, well, I, I know for a fact God's will for your life is to be joyful, always pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. Yeah. So it's apparently it's not dependent upon our feelings. No, certainly not. It's definitely discipline, and the all things is what's difficult about it. Mm, that's right. Because I think it's there are certain things that it's easy to be grateful for. Like you mentioned a moment ago, it's easy to be grateful for our children at times. It's grateful yeah. for our wives or ministries or things like that. But in all things, that's a, that's a high bar. Right. And so to me, that says it's not a feeling because your feelings come and go. They, they're here today and they're gone tomorrow. But it's a discipline. It's a choice. It's a choice. Yeah. You have to choose gratitude. And it's a choice that we learn to choose, right? Like it's a habit we get to form is what we're talking about with disciplines, right? It's a spiritual habit we're forming because the reality is if you're listening to this right now, think when was the last time you stopped and thank God for whatever. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was a meal. Maybe it was whatever it is. But when was the last time you stopped and thought that way? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's this crazy encounter Jesus has in Luke 17. You guys remember the 10 lepers and he heals them and they walk away. I mean, these people, their life was over, yeah. no future. Yeah. And Jesus goes, here's a new life. And they all walk away. One of them comes back and gives thanks to him. And Jesus is like, hang on a second. Didn't I heal 10 of you? Where are they? Right? And he was like, he was shocked by that. So if we're going to go off of this encounter with Jesus, I think it's probably super applicable to modern day. 90%, according to this, <laughs> in this encounter, 90% of the people who are given a good gift by God didn't come back to thank God. 
I bet that's probably true of us today. I bet 90% of us are walking around without gratitude, right? Like without practicing gratitude. Yeah, and I think a big reason for that is because most people think I've got to have some epic transformation mm. in my life to be grateful for. And I actually think gratitude is mostly in the small things. Mm. I think what honors God is when we are focused on the things around us that are the small blessings that most of us would take for granted. So like I said a minute ago, I was not a super grateful person at one point in my life. And and this has definitely been one of the things that God has worked most in my life mm-hmm. in the sense that he's built gratitude as a discipline. And so for me, one of the things that I say to the Lord personally is I'm like, Lord, I want to be the guy who thanks you for things that no one else thanks you for, mm-hmm. that everyone assumes yeah, they deserve and good. everything that, you know, that they assume that they deserve or uh, should receive. I want to be the guy in the background going, thank you, Lord. And it could be small things. And, and, and honestly, I'm not always a big, you know, pray before the meal kind of thing, kind mm-hmm. of guy, because yeah, I yeah. feel like it's too routine and it's too, you know, yeah. But sometimes it's just coming home and like, I pray for your meal. Don't worry about it. Like <laughs> I know right. you're not. Well, so I just I go do. to the grocery store and pray, and then we cover. We're, we're covered for the whole thing, the entire thing. I'm fairly certain so, Pastor Mike was in this public, so we're hands good. lifted. We are praying for everything. Only pray yeah. for this. Yeah. But you know, it's it's praying for small things. You know, like praying for cooler weather and just giving thanks and saying, mm. God, thanks for the cool weather right now. I'm, you know, I love the sun, I love the blue skies. But every once in a while, having cool weather is wonderful. Or seeing a beautiful flower, and, and I know that seems kind of really small and like not a big deal. Mm. But I actually think that's what the Bible's talking about when it's talking about being grateful. God is the provider of all things. Right. right. That's right. You and know, everything. I'm, I'm most plate. aware of it with my kids. Yeah. And like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've told my daughters they're complaining about some meal. And I'm like, don't you realize that there's people who don't have food yeah. and you should be so thankful. And I do that with stuff. I do that with food. And you know what? I realize kind of like what uh, Pastor Mike was saying, when it really comes home is when I realize that it's really easy to look at my kids and say that. But then when I look at my life and the things that <laughs> I say, and it really comes out in complaining or, you know, being negative yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. And all of a sudden my wife's like, do you hear yourself? And I'm like, what That's are you right. talking about? And she's like, do you hear all the negative things that you're saying? You should be so grateful right. for what God is doing in your life and situated you. I mean, look at all that we have and like, you should be thankful. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're 100% right. Clint, I think you bring out the great point, And that is that gratitude is the antidote to complaining. That's right. Well, it really is. That's right. I mean, you can't do two things, simul- those two things simultaneously. Right. And the more you develop a heart of gratitude, right. the more you begin now looking for things to affirm and things to say thank you for and have a heart of gratitude for instead of things to complain about. So in that scripture we, we read earlier in First Thessalonians, it says, be joyful always. Mm. And then in it, it tells us to give thanks in all circumstances. Yep. Those are connected, yeah, right? Are. Like that joy is connected because we've all been around those people. We just had Christmas. So we were around those family members, right? Right. Who pin you up against the wall yep. and they, they sit there and just complain. Yep. You know, oh, my kids yep. or my house or my whatever it is, they complain. And would you describe those people as joyful people? Yeah, certainly not. Like absolutely no. not. Yeah. And so that part of part of being joyful always is rejecting that. And I, I'll tell you again, Pastor Mike, you're talking about the more you mature, the more like gratitude you grow. And I completely agree. I mean, gratitude has been called the apparent virtue or a gateway virtue. Yeah. That there are other virtues that grow out of that. Like your joy in the Lord will grow down that path of gratitude. Like your patience with others will grow down that, right? Like your peace will grow, your humility will grow as you focus on gratitude. It's like a linchpin 
uh, virtue it's, for us. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a, a filter really almost a over your filter. entire life. That's right. If you are, yeah. yeah, if you're looking for gratefulness in the big things and the small things of life, it's a filter over your whole life. I really do think the hard part about it, though, again, is in all things. Mm-hmm. You know, that phrase in all mm-hmm. things, because sometimes we can be grateful for things like, you know, it is easy to be grateful for your kids because we all love our kids like crazy or our wives like crazy and the things, the purpose that God's given to us, we love it like crazy. But, but then there are times where, things are just not going very well at all. That's right. And as a result of that, we still, we're not excused from finding gratitude in those moments. And I think there's a key to this though. And I, and I think it's in like Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. And there's a key to understanding how to do this in all ways. It says this, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, I love that phrase. That's really Like good. God has given us something that cannot be shaken. Our circumstances can be shaken, mm-hmm. but he's giving us a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. It's interesting that thankfulness is interpreted by God as reverence and awe. Mm-hmm. You know, and the only but the only way for us to be able to do this on a regular basis when life goes up and down is to realize that we win in the end. Yep. Like yeah. good is ahead for us. Yeah. We get to truly know and believe that one day we're going to be with Jesus. Yep. And that life forever and ever and ever is beautiful. It's almost like this. It's almost like if you have financial troubles right now, mm-hmm. you know, and you're thinking about like, how do I solve these financial troubles? But you knew that like in two months you were going to win the lottery and all your financial problems would go away. Mm-hmm. You would not have any trouble in the here and now. That's right. why. Because we have a future glory that waits for us. And that future glory rebounds onto us right now. It's like Christian gratitude is not dependent upon our circumstances. It's dependent upon a person. And that's Jesus Christ who's always working for our good. Like he has the kingdom promise for us in Romans 8, 28. He is right now in the middle of the worst day of my life, working all things together for my good. It's based in who he is. We're not saying that you should walk around and give thanks because you stumped your toe. God, thank you so much for allowing me to... (laughs) To someone, you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. No, like no it's one's, not it's not authentic. Like yeah. no, Jesus carrying the cross at Calvary. No one stopped him and said, "Hey, turn that frown yeah, upside the Lord. down." Thanks, thanks, yeah. man. You know what yeah. I mean? But we can give thanks in all things yeah. because it's not based on what's happening. It's based on who God is and what He's doing and what will happen and what will happen. Yeah. That's right. You know. So while the circumstances currently right now are not always good, the circumstances will one day be good. Yeah. You know, there right. is a forever of joy. That's right. I mean, how many of us needed to hear that, though? I mean, my gosh, consider it all joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And then he gives this qualifier. He says, and let whatever's going on in my life continue its work so that I can grow in perseverance. And if you struggle, pray and ask God for wisdom. Like there's this whole picture of God's sovereignty. And he's saying, hey, listen, I'm not saying if somebody slaps you in the face that you say, hit me again. What he's saying is there's a bigger picture that God is at work, that God is good, and you can mm-hmm. consider it all joy because he's working something in you and conforming him into your image. It's, yeah, I mean, so it's good. huge. That's so good. You know, I was thinking about why, why oh, we've got so much to be grateful for and why I skip over that. And I think one of the, one of the big obstacles for me um, is just pace. Yep. Like we are always moving forward and moving on. You know what I mean? And so we're not, I'm not stopping to look back at what God's done for me. I'm not stopping to look down right now. What has God done for me now? Because I'm I'm going to the next thing. I've got a to-do list to get to. I've got a calendar to take care of. I've got to keep going this direction. And what gratitude requires 
is for us to slow our pace, Mm -hmm. which I think is another reason why we can see this as a grace of God, right? To give us rest. He's trying to slow us down. And he's saying, hey, be right here in this moment because I'm here in this moment and I have great things for you. That's right. Um, And I think that's one of the big obstacles for me is I just got to slow down. Like I've got to stop. And look for him. I've got to stop and That's be good. grateful for those things. Maybe, maybe part of the discipline then is taking just a moment each day. Mm. You know, maybe even scheduling it out and just saying, you know, at the morning or in the noon or at night, I'm just going to reflect back on the day, and I'm just going to have a time of gratitude. I'm going to look back and say, what can I look back through my day and say, man, I'm looking forward to this in the future, or I received something great this day, something big, something small, just a time of gratitude for people. Man, you say that, that like hits me right in the face. I'm trying to think, when was the last time I stopped at the end of the day and thought about the day? (laughs) You know, like when I'm at home, it's it's like, okay, what have I got tomorrow? What do I have in the morning? What do I have, you know, but what a great, like what a great practice that would be to stop and be grateful. And I even think like, I don't know about you guys, but the end of the day, that's when Angela and I finally like talk to each other. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so me and my wife, like yes. actually go, Hey, you're my spouse, right? Let's yeah. talk. Uh, we're still good, right? <laughs> what a great time to stop and, and do that together. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, tell me about your day. And then to use that language of gratitude with well, one another. What I love about what you're saying too, is that gratitude is not just about what we're doing with ourselves. Gratitude is also what we do with someone else. Mm, you know, yeah. there was a study published in 2014 in a journal called emotion. And it was saying that gratitude opens the door for more relationships. You know, in other words, grateful people have more relationships because they are constantly saying thank you. They Mm. are constantly Mm. pulling people in and making them feel that those people are adding value to their life. Gratitude is not just something that we think about internally for ourselves. Like, I'm grateful to you, Lord, but I can also be grateful to other people. You know, ultimately it is for the Lord as well, because I'm grateful for you guys. And even though Grant was saying that in a sarcastic way at the very beginning, <laughs> I'm super grateful <laughs> for you guys, you know, yeah. like we're, I'm grateful. That God, that? That, <laughs> so, but at the end of the day, like, you know, we're grateful for each other. We're, right. And, and that's because God put us together. That's right. And so gratitude enlarges your friend group. Yeah. Can we talk about one of the biggest enemies to this idea of being satisfied and content with what we have and showing gratitude? Because you're not going to, like, contentment and gratitude are tied together. Yes. Like, there's, it's just this unbelievable link. And can we talk about, like, the comparison game that everyone plays, especially, like, in our culture? It's all about, oh, keeping up with the Joneses, right? right. They've got this, or he's got this. When I was a student pastor in Tennessee, we would talk about gratitude and I had this like phrase I would always tell him, which is, "Look at the donut, not the hole." You know what I'm saying? Because I'm saying like, "Look, you have a donut. You have a donut." I can't think of a more beautiful picture in all of the world than a donut. Um, but you've got a donut, right? You got this beautiful thing in front. You got this this yeah. wonderful thing in front of you, and you're focused on the hole. You're focused on the middle where there's nothing. That's right. And you're like, "Well, why don't I have more? Why don't I have this here?" Right. I'm like, "But you got a donut. It's a good day. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, this is a good thing." And I think that's that's probably where a lot of us uh, struggle with gratitude is because we're too busy grumbling about what we don't have. We're constantly right. turning our eyes towards one another. When we focus in, when we're single-minded and we're focused in on on what God's given us, or we're focused in on Him, uh, then that, that comparison game stops, you know, and, and gratitude stops that. It stops that game. It stops that practice. And it kills that envy. Yeah, Charles Spurgeon said something like that. He said, it is not how much we have, but how much we enjoy that makes us happy. Mm. 
You know, so, That's good. so there is a sense in which those two things are linked together. Gratitude yeah. and contentment are linked together. Yeah, that's yeah. good. For me, it, it can oftentimes be fear mm-hmm. that I'm I'm constantly fearful of something that's to come or something that did happen that I'm afraid could have repercussions in my life. And there's a story, uh, it was a book called Ruthless Trust by Brennan Manning. It's always mm, stuck out with me. Book. And he shares this story in there and he talks about a monk who's walking on a mountain and all of a sudden, a lion comes out of nowhere and starts to chase him. And out of fear, he starts to run. And it makes sense that he would. He's running. And then all of a sudden, he gets to a cliff, and he realizes that he's falling off a cliff, and he grabs hold of a tree. Uh, it's a branch on the side of the mountain. And he looks up, and he realizes there's a lion ready to eat him. And he looks down, and he says, if I let go of this branch, I'll die. And he looks over to his left, and he sees this incredibly wonderful-looking berry. And he just stops, looks at the berry, grabs it, eats it, and goes, that tasted really amazing. And it's this picture of he's in the present moment going, you know, I've been given this opportunity to enjoy something in my life. So exactly what Pastor Mike is saying, to where I can go, man, this berry is so amazing. And he's not looking at the fear behind him or the fear ahead. He's going, no, in this moment, like, there's something really special. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important with our relationship with God is to say that, you know, we don't need to look ahead or look behind. We need to realize that God is working in our lives right now and that we can be thankful for the things that he's given us right now. Yeah. I think that was actually one of the reasons why I was not a super grateful person at one point in my life. And that was that like I looked because I'm a very goal oriented person. Yeah. I looked at gratefulness as settling. Mm. I looked at great. I looked at gratefulness as I have to be content with what I have right now, and therefore can't push towards the can't future. And, and my my, pers- my personality was like I'm, I'm definitely a driver, and so mm-hmm. I love and enjoy accomplishing goals. You know, that's just kind of how God wired me. But I had to learn that those two things are not necessarily the same thing. You can still achieve and shoot for something, but also be content with where you are. And so frequently, my prayers have been, God, thank you for where we are right now, but I don't want to stop. Mm. Right. You know, like I'm grateful for where we are. I'm not going to just say like, you know, where we are is terrible or it's not enough. Right. Thank you, God. It's enough. It's amazing. And sometimes mm. it's even more than enough, yeah. but we still want more. There's a verse in the Bible in the old Testament where it's dealing with David after he sinned with Bathsheba mm-hmm. and God is confronting him. He says, David, if everything that I gave you was not enough, I would have given you even more. So God wasn't saying to him, like, I don't want to give you stuff and I don't mm-hmm. want you to press on towards goals, but you have to be satisfied with what I give you in the moment yeah, before okay. I'm going to give you more, That's good. you know? I think there's something to that. You know, it, it makes you think about David in that moment, wanting more and trying to find it outside of God. Yes. Um, David was rebellious leading into that moment. Like David wasn't where he was supposed to be leading in that moment. It right. makes me think about gratitude is something we practice. But it's also something that God grows in us as we spend time with Him. Because I'll tell you, just being real transparent, when I'm not spending time with God, I don't become more grateful. I become more entitled. You know, and that that pride shows up and I get I get upset because Yeah. Because what? Hang on a second. Why? Why'd you cut me off in traffic? You right. know what I mean. Right. Hang on a second. Why right. are you? Right. Why are you treating me like this? Why am I getting bad service? Right. Why am? Why don't so I have? You're this? saying basically like you haven't slept in a long time. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, but but it's true. When yeah, I when right. I'm not spending time with God, like gratitude is not something I can grow in myself. I can choose to do it, but it's something that the Holy Spirit's doing 
that's a huge red flag. If anybody out there is is feeling that entitlement, if you're seeing that entitlement in yourself, why am I getting that's so right. frustrated? Why am I so irritable? That's entitlement, bro. Like that's that's pride. And maybe the solution to it is to stop, right? Dedicate some time yeah. to thinking about all the reasons why you have to be grateful. That's yeah. right. That's right. A leading researcher, his name's Robert Emmons, he's a PhD, and he conducted multiple studies in 2014, and he said that there's a huge link between gratitude and well-being. His research confirms that gratitude effectively increases happiness and reduces depression. Hmm. So let's be committed this year to a heart of gratitude yeah. so that we can see the Lord more, and it'll change us in the process as That's well. Good. All right, well, I think we've come to the end of our uh, time together. Uh, we hope that this has been helpful to you. Hey, if this has been helpful to you, we would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you find us on. Well, we will see you again next week. This has been Pastor Mike. Pastor Clint. And Pastor Grant. See you guys. Thanks, y'all. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope to see you this weekend at a Grace campus near you. Get all the details and more resources at discovergrace.com.